And so I want you to turn with me in your Bibles. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 1 and verse 18 to 25. Matthew chapter 1, reading from verse 18 to verse 25. Praise God. Praise God. If you have your Bibles, follow along with us. If not, look at the screen and reading from verse 18 to 25. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When, as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together, before they were finally fully married, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou, Joseph, shall call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sin. I want to preach today for a few minutes on the thought, I never saw this coming. Look at somebody and tell them, I never saw this coming. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Father, we thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray you will speak to us now. Use these lips of clay. Open the ears and hearts and minds of your people. That we receive this word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. In February of 1947, the 15th of February, although nobody was near enough to hear and to experience what had happened, uh, there was an airplane crash, a DC-4 jet. Nobody survived. All the passengers died as the jet crashed into a pole. And it was headed for Quito, Ecuador. And as it crashed, it just went up in flames and fell to the ground in a ball of fire. This is a way back in 1947. There was a young man, a young New Yorker who was on the plane. His name was Glenn Chambers. That was one of the victims. He had a dream for his life. At the time, the first gospel radio station, which was called Voice of the Andes, was live on air. His dream was to start a ministry and to get his program on the radio station. But on his way 
to Quito, Ecuador. He was in the terminal at the airport and he saw a piece of paper on the ground. He took it up and wrote a note to his mother and mailed it before the flight. But the paper that he picked up was a part of a print, a newsprint that was just floated on the ground. And in the center of that piece of paper on one side, there was the big question with a question mark. Why? So he scribbled a note and sent it to his mom. But before she could get it, he died. When she got the note through the mail, she couldn't help but try to figure out because by now she heard of the crash and knew that he died. She, on seeing the big why on the note that he sent her, it triggered the question in her mind, why, why, why God, why? I don't know where you are in your life today, but many of us at times have to ask the question, why? It's one thing if I ask you, why you didn't come, why you came late, why you didn't, why you did this. But when we have to ask God, why God? Then that's a whole different realm. That's a whole different story. Because we, we have somehow come to believe that God is too kind to do anything cruel. So we ask the questions, why do bad things happen to good people? And why do good things happen to bad people? On the other hand, God is too wise to make a mistake. That's how we think. And yes, he does not make mistakes. God is too deep to explain himself. Mrs. Chambers stopped asking the question, why? When she saw the who behind the sea, all other sounds are muffled when we claim his absolute sovereignty. When you accept that God is in control, it doesn't matter. You don't ask why anymore because now you are confronted and you have met the who behind your whys. And when you know that God is in control, you can rest. You can be calm in the midst of the storm. Even the deafening sound of that crashing DC-4 jet paled into insignificance. She just left it in the hand of God. Have you ever experienced that gut-wrenching moment when your dream becomes a nightmare? You've been saved for 30 years, 20 years, 10 years, 5 years, whatever, 40, 60 years, and you had a dream, and you knew that God had given you that dream, and you still know that it was God that sent that dream and gave you that vision. But here you are, your dream went up in smokes. Your dream has not become a reality. And you're serving God and you're worshiping God and you're trusting God. But there is a question in the back of your mind. Why? Why God, why? I want to share with you in this message today, I never saw that coming. Because sometimes when God gives you a dream, what you see is the end. And very often he doesn't show you 
the distance and the journey between the promise and the reality. But can I make a statement today to tell you, if you're going to see the fulfillment of your dream, you will have to endure the nightmare. <laughs> oh, come on, somebody. You didn't hear me. Because maybe right now you're in the middle of your nightmares and you're wondering what on earth is going on. But if you're going to see the fulfillment of your dream, you have got to endure. Notice I said you don't just have to pass through. You have to endure the nightmares, plural. If it was one nightmare, it would be bad and not too bad. But now, sometimes it's just nightmare after nightmare after nightmare after nightmare. And you're like, God, what's up? Have you forgotten me? Have you forgotten the promise you made? I wonder if there's anybody here today that can relate to what I'm saying. Or is it just me? Well, if I'm going to preach to myself, I'm going to preach. Lord, help me to preach good to myself today. Because I'm going through some things and I'm in a place and I'm in a valley that I'm, I'm questioning and I'm wondering. But God help me to remember, I've got to pass through and not just pass through, but endure my nightmares. Did you get it? Did you get it? Did you get it? It's not just passing through the nightmare like, okay, all right, another hill and sometimes a mountain. Another road. Hello. You have to endure it. You're talking rocks to hurt your feet. So you step on it. Everywhere you step is trouble. Everything you do, it's pressure. You lost your job even before the pandemic, so you can't even blame the pandemic. You got something else to do, and that went up to all your dreams shattered. My God. But we all have experienced those moments. And so, as we go through this time today, I won't be long. I know we have another service, and then we have a memorial after that. So, the dream that became a nightmare for Joseph led him to a shattering discovery. We know the story, Matthew chapter 1, my text, my text. Bible says Mary and Joseph were betrothed to one another. This was the ancient Hebrew engagement period. In this period, you should have no sexual intercourse. You are not yet married. It's kind of different from what we have, but that's the best way to explain it. You get engaged. Back in the day, Bishop S.U. and Mother White used to say, your engagement shouldn't last more than six months. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> and you get engaged, it shouldn't last more than six months. You try to get married within a six-month period. Don't get engaged for six years. And, you know, you're gone east and he's gone west. And all of that you know, was taken into consideration. But in the ancient Hebrew culture, the betrothal period, when you were betrothed to be married, you were to keep yourselves apart. You were not yet married. And so nobody expected that the lady would get pregnant during this period of engagement. So Joseph is espoused to Mary, his wife, they said. But because of the culture, she's considered his wife. But there's a period they must stay apart. And nothing is to take place during that period. And now she is found with child of the Holy Ghost. That's what Matthew is saying. Joseph didn't know. It was of no Holy Ghost. As far as Joseph was concerned, it was a jacket. Oh, 
Oh, come on, somebody. Don't look at me funny. I'm, I'm putting myself in Joseph's position. It was a jacket. Because Joseph is saying, but I didn't sleep with this woman. This child is not mine. I know. I know it cannot be mine. And she shows up pregnant. Jacket. How does Joseph deal with this? When he goes to see his friends and play some games, they're saying, Joe, I hear what happened to you, you know. You hear about it, you know, but he's here, my brethren. These women. Come on, come on, come on, come on. In the natural, it was a tough one for Joseph to deal with. There were times he wouldn't want to be seen in public because it was embarrassing. First of all, it was exciting that he was um, engaged. You know, the butterflies and they're planning and the date and where is it going to be and what kind of wine are we going to use and what are you going to wear, Mary, and what is Joseph? There was excitement in the air. Then there was expectation of this great and special time. Sending out invitations. Come on, let's bring it into our reality. Huh? They selected invitations and did the wording carefully and the expectation was there. The excitement had grown. But now all of a sudden, it moved from excitement and expectation to embarrassment. Uh, Mary, how could you do this to me? My dreams are shattered. My hopes are dashed against the rocks of reality. Mary, how could you do this to me? And Mo Joseph had to deal with it. Jacket, elder. M Joseph thought she gave him a jacket. And this is the reality that he's dealing with. But note, isn't this just how life is at times? We all make our plans and we all have everything set for the future. And things don't go the way we want them to go. Things don't go the way you expected them to go. It takes a turn for the worse. And your plans are all dashed. And when these things happen, it breaks our heart because it is unexpected and even unwanted. However, like Joseph, we are often blind to the fact that God is at work behind the scenes. Oh, I came to tell you today that even when your dreams are shattered and your hopes are dashed, God is at work behind the scenes for Mary was found with child not of Joseph but of the Holy Ghost oh yes oh yes oh yes oh yes Joseph you didn't get a jacket he will soon discover because God recognized the trauma that Joseph was in God recognized what was going through Joseph's mind. God recognized how Joseph must have felt. So the Bible made it clear that uh, God works his will in our lives. And so one night, Joseph went to sleep. The Bible says God appeared unto him through an angel in a dream. And what did God say unto him? Joseph. Fear not to take unto yourself Mary, your wife. For that thing which is conceived in her is of 
the Holy Ghost. It is of the Holy Ghost. Take her as your wife. It's okay. It's okay. I am working behind the scenes to make all of this happen. God is saying to you today, you are in a nightmare. You had your dreams. You had your excitement. You had your expectations. And everything was going well. Until all of a sudden, pam, everything just came tumbling down. God is saying to you today, don't worry. I am still in control. God is saying to you today, it's me that's behind all that is happening. I allowed the storm to come in your life. God is saying, I allowed the turmoil that you are experiencing right now. Oh, yes. Yeah, God, but you said all good things around us are set. Yeah, I didn't send it. I just say I allowed it. I allowed it because I want you to know that regardless of whatever happens in your life, that I am in control. And don't you worry. Don't you look at the circumstances and let that cause you to determine whether you keep on worshiping me or not. Somebody say amen. See, we may not like it when the Lord shatters our dreams and, and our hopes, but when everything has been said and done, we will see that the plan of God was perfect all along. Amen. The plan of God for your life was perfect all along. So the little detours, the little rocks to hurt your feet, God knew that it was coming. Huh? It's like when God sent his disciples across the sea and he went up in the mountain to pray. You've got to say, God, come on now. You are God. You knew that there was going to be a storm. But you sent the most faithful people who were there with you that day right smack dab in the middle of the storm. What's up, God? Well, I'm telling you, that's how God is. He will send you into a storm knowing you're going into a storm. But I'm telling you, he's going to be there with you in the storm. And so stop worrying about your situation. Stop worrying about your storm. God is in it with you. Can somebody say amen? So it was a shattering discovery for Joseph. Mary, my espoused wife, is pregnant. How am I going to deal with this? And so he went on to listen to the voice of the angel who brought him a sobering declaration. See, in the midst of your storm, you have to learn to hear the voice of God. That's where we blow it. When we are in trouble, we don't hear what God is saying to us. If you are in a broken dream, if you are experiencing a shattered dream right now, you are in a nightmare, that's when you need to hear the voice of God. Oh, you see, if you can't hear the voice of God in your storm, if you don't hear the voice of God in the nightmare, you will lose it because God gave Joseph a, 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 a declaration, a promise, a, a comforting, sobering word. Fear not to take unto you Mary, your wife, because what's going on here is simply God at work. What's going on in your life, beloved friend, is just God at work and he's turning it around. He is going to turn your midnight into day. He's going to turn your, your nightmares into a fulfilled dream. Can somebody put your hands together and praise the Lord? See, anybody can rejoice when life is good. Hmm? Anybody can rejoice, anybody can worship, anybody can come to church when life is good. But when things take a turn for the worse, my God, it's one thing you lose your job, but now you're losing your house. You, you, you lost a car a long time. 
oh my God, when things are getting from bad to worse, and you can come to church when you bless the keys. Oh, pre pray for my blessing, Bishop. And we agree with you, we're standing with you, but I'm here to tell you, God could allow a situation that the same car that he blessed you with, you have to lose it because he's taken you to the end of your dream but you've got to pass through a nightmare oh I wish I had a church here today who was ready for this word Joseph made some choices he had three choices number one he could publicly humiliate her he could say this woman is immoral she went and got pregnant, it's not mine. I have nothing. Wash my hands. And that could come with a possible penalty of death. Oh my, you don't understand what's going on here. Joseph had another choice. He, he could divorce her quietly and just walk away from her, leaving her to raise the child on her own. Or a third option Joseph had. He could marry her and raise the child as if it was his. That's not easy. That's not easy. I mean, most men would just walk away and say, who? It wasn't me. Hello, it wasn't me. I am not going to have anything to do with this. Or he could divorce her quietly. Or he could marry her. So Joseph's intention were revealed. You have to understand that Joseph's compassion was also revealed. Because Joseph took her. Took her in as his wife. And when he took her in as his wife, watch this. He could have said, well... It's not my child, but now that God has revealed it to me that it is him, I trust God. And if God says it's of the Holy Ghost, I accept that it's of the Holy Ghost, but now you are mine. So Joseph could have made claims, sexual claims on Mary. I took you in. You are now my wife. We can have sex together but Joseph said no 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 he would not even touch her until the Christ child was born what a man what a character what compassion he had and Joseph went through all of this knowing ah yes it says a lot about him because I have already said how we respond in a time of crisis reveals a great deal about the depth of our walk with God. How you stand in the midst of your crisis reveals how deep your relationship is with God. If you are fickle, if you are shallow in your relationship with God, then as soon as things begin to go haywire you turn and walk away from God you turn your back on God but not Joseph Joseph decided that he had a shattering discovery when he learned she was pregnant he now had a sobering deliberation and he made up his mind that he was going to stick it out that because God is behind what I am going through I am not going to walk away I am not going to give up on my dreams I came to tell somebody today the pandemic has only exacerbated your problems you were in problems before the pandemic if the truth be told don't blame the pandemic it just made it maybe worse but you were struggling before that but God has been watching you that even with the pandemic that has now made matters worse but you are still resolute that though he slay me yet will I trust him God I trust you 
I don't understand your plan, but I trust you. I cannot even see your hand, but I trust you. I'm holding on. Oh God, I'm holding on for dear life. Is there anybody that's holding on today? Put your hands together and thank God that in the midst of your nightmare, you are still able to trust God and believe God. My God, it was a declaration of divine providence. It was a declaration of divine promise. Because when Joseph got the revelation, he held on to it. You see, God is going to give you a revelation in your situation so you can go on through the nightmare. You've got to hold your head up high. And when you're going through a storm, hold your head up high and keep on going. Somebody said, if you're going through hell, don't stop. Keep on going like Joseph. Joseph kept on going. And because he kept on going, notice what happens now. The promise of God became real in his life. The fulfillment of the dream became evident in his life. He now knew that God was behind the circumstances. He now knew that God was behind all of this. And the will of God had to be fulfilled when you allow the will of God to be fulfilled in your life God is gonna see you through how many of you were old enough or are old enough to remember a parade you know a float the independence floats that we used to have back in the day and when you are watching a float even on television when you watch the rose parade or one of those overseas floats you cannot see the first display all the way to the end because you're standing on the roadside and this is the road the float is coming down and when each float comes you see it approaching you are looking at the first float because you see the the, the fine displays and you see all the artistic pieces and the people and the dances and the, the creations and you're watching that and as it comes closer you watch it and you turn in amazement to see all the details as the float goes by but there are 50 other floats coming along so guess what you've just seen one seen one oh my god scene two is coming up because the next float is coming with the marching band and, and they're coming down and their outfits and the colors and the, the, the flash and all that is taking place and you wait by the roadside in the crowd all of us are gathered together the float comes by and you watch the second then you watch the third there is no way that you can see from the first to the 50th float it's a way down the street but it's coming all you've got to do is just stay there and watch it can i tell you something if you could climb on a 20-story building and look down the street you would see all of them coming down but once you're on the ground you can only see the one that's before you and maybe a part of the one that's coming up next when it goes you have a memory of what just passed and now you have a reality of what is before you I'm telling you you can't see what's down the road of your life but God is not on a 20-story building God is up above everything and he can see what lies beyond the 50th float so you are waiting to see the scenes of your life scene by scene but God has already seen it somebody say God has already seen it he 
knows what the third, the fourth, the tenth, the eleventh, the twentieth chapter of your life will be. And you can't see it. But it doesn't mean it's coming. It's not coming. It is coming. It is coming. Yes. So God gave you a dream. But the dream was shattered. Just like Joseph. God gave you a dream. You got excited about the dream. You had high expectations. But now Mary shows up pregnant. Lord have mercy. Everybody in the town is wondering why couldn't they wait like they were supposed to. Why didn't Joseph wait and control himself? But praise God, Joseph knew that God was behind everything. Joseph knew that God had given him a word. I came to tell you today, Emmanuel, when God gives you a word, hold on to the word. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. Look at the float right before you. That's all you can see. But the word that God gives, is a word in the future it goes down to the last float and it tells you what's about to happen it tells you what's coming up I came to tell somebody today that better is coming for your life you may be in a nightmare right now but get ready I said get ready get ready Get ready, the victory float is coming. God has his hand on your life. He's gonna work it out. I don't know what you've been going through, but Jesus knows what it's all about. And he's working it out. Can I get a witness that God is working your circumstances out? It's gonna be all right. It's gonna be okay. I can't see clearly now, but God is in control. I can't see through the darkness, but God is in control. The sweat and my tears are blinding my vision, but God is in control. I never saw it coming. I was happy rejoicing, and I thought everything was okay, but here comes a crash. Here comes a disaster. Here comes my being laid off. Here comes a separation in my marriage. Here comes a divorce. I didn't see this coming, but Lord have mercy, it is here now. What do I do? Bishop, what do I do? Do what Joseph did. He listened to the voice of God. You gotta hear the voice of God. You gotta know that when God speaks, it's time to hear what God says. What is God saying to you this morning? What is God saying to you? You, 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 you. What is God saying to you? You need to hear the voice of God and know that when God speaks, He brings peace to your troubled mind. When God spoke to Joseph, Joseph was able to relax. Joseph was able to say, God, I know you are in control. God, I know what I'm going through. But I know you are in control. Is there anybody this morning that can lift your hand and say, I know that God is in control. I know that as dark as the way may seem, my God is gonna bring me out. My God is gonna bring me out. Is there anybody today who would say yes? God is bringing me out. I'm in my nightmare season, but it's all right. I've got to go through a nightmare in order to get to the fulfillment of the dream that God gave me. God gave me a dream. God gave me a vision. 
Can anybody lift your hand? Yeah. And say, God gave me a vision. God gave me a promise. Yes. And though it may not be what I expected. Now, I didn't take it from the enemy. I didn't listen to the devil. But I listened to God. I said, I didn't listen to the devil. But I listened to God. You've got to learn to listen to God. God will speak to you in a dream. God will speak to you through a vision. Now, because he wants you to know it's all right. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy comes. <laughs> joy comes in the morning. It'll be all over in the morning yeah it makes no difference uh, what the night may bring uh, it'll be all over in the morning yeah. can somebody stand up on your feet uh, and begin to rejoice uh, your breakthrough uh, your dream uh, the fulfillment of your dream uh, is about to happen uh, it's about to take place it's about to happen say it Joseph, Joseph's response shows to us that he accepted that this was God's doing. And because he accepted it as from God, he was able to live with it. If you can't live with your nightmares, maybe you haven't accepted that it's from God. And you've been blaming the devil. Stop blaming the devil. Stop blaming the devil. It's trouble and pain that processes you. The things that you're struggling with, the thing that gives you the most problem are things that are designed by God or allowed by God build you up spiritually. God is building you up. Preparing you for the fulfillment of the dream. It's got to happen. Look at somebody and tell them it's got to happen. The fulfillment of the dream has got to happen, Sister Carol. It has got to happen. tell you I can't explain to you why God does it the way he does it if he has a promise for your life why doesn't he just dish it out somebody invites you over for dinner and you smell the food it smells good you even see it and they sit down talking to you and you're hungry white squad Stomach turning. But instead of saying, come, let's eat, they talk and talk and talk. <laughs> God, you invited me to experience your glory. Why are you taking so long to serve it up? That wasn't Joseph's attitude. Joseph said, Come, Mary. I'm going to take you. I'm going to marry you because God gave me a word. I hope you got a word this morning. I hope you got the word this morning. You know what Joseph said? I didn't see this coming. I was excited. I, I, I had expectations. I was getting ready for the great day. Only to discover that this happened, Mary got pregnant. But God, I thank you, because now what you did, God, you allowed Mary, the woman that I'm gonna marry, to give birth to the Christ child, 
to the Messiah of the world that was going to save the Jews and for them who would believe beyond the Jews not to them only but as many as would call on the name of the Lord and God you told me Joseph said you told me to call his name Jesus for he shall save his people from their sin my God how blessed am I how privileged am I to go through this Joseph had the right spirit Joseph had the right response yes 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 some people would get angry with God even everybody's standing up closing some people would get disgruntled confused and try to cast their problems on everybody else because if I'm suffering you must suffer too and that's how some people are they come to church they can't even smile with you you say praise the Lord to some people they, they give you a, a sour looking face praise the Lord the devil is alive I'll enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart I'll enter his courts with praise I don't come, don't come, don't you, I dare you, I double dare you when you come in the presence of God and somebody greets you, take a moment and smile and say, God bless you. How are you? How are you doing? And smile, man, smile. Let the devil know in spite of what I'm going through, I can still smile. In spite of my nightmares, I can still I didn't come here to tell you how much problems I have. It seems that's what some people come to church. Yeah, Bishop, but if you know what me going through, I'll have no smile. Well, can I tell you, if you learn to smile and bless somebody with a smile, whatever you make happen for somebody else, God will make it happen for you. Woo! Oh, you didn't get that whatever you make happen for others God will make it happen for you bless somebody man look at three people and just bless them say, I bless you they may not hear you because of the mouth but they know what you're saying and make sure you're saying the right thing I bless you I bless you I share the blessings of God on your life yes 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 in the name of Jesus I could go on and on, but I've got to stop. I never saw it coming. When I accepted Jesus, I thought my troubles were over. Because they said, leave your heavy burdens at the cross. Heavy load, heavy load. I got rid of my heavy load. So I got rid of my heavy load and I thought, was easy take my yoke upon you for my yoke is easy and my burden light so so I'm shocked because I, I I was I thought I was in for the right of my life I thought it was time to just have everything honky-dory but here comes a jacket here comes a firing here comes a foreclosure. Here comes a broken relationship. But you have got to experience the fulfillment of your dream, having gone through and enduring the length of your nightmares. How many are in a light nightmare? Raise your hands and worship God. You're going through a nightmare. I'm not even looking, because that's none of my business. And if you are afraid to lift your hands, you can stay right there. If you are in a nightmare, because you know, God, you promised me something, and I just can't see. I just can't see to see the fulfillment. 
instead of the fulfillment everything is crashing the hard knocks the hard rocks of reality come on if that's you lift your hands and worship just a little come on if that's you maybe you've been through your nightmare and you're beginning to see the fulfillment of your dream lift your hands and thank it too all of us go through this. all of us 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 go through what we're going through in the name of jesus but oh god oh made a way made a way you made a way so I could go through my storm hallelujah I could go through my nightmare
thank you. We bless your name. We honor you today. We thank you for making a way out of no way. We thank you. We thank you for keeping us through the nightmare. Distorted dreams, broken dreams, shattered dreams. But you've kept us. We're getting ready to see the end of 2021. And as we step over into 2022, God willing, we trust you. We're stepping over in faith. We're stepping over in faith. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Everybody say in the name of Jesus. Oh yeah. You may. Hallelujah.